Hey there, I'm Victoria, a certified Christian life coach, author, motivational speaker, and university educator, and I am obsessed with helping you navigate through life's ups and downs so that you can live day by day in God's peace despite the many external demands on your time and energy. The Choose to Think Inspirational podcast is about the delicate dance between God transforming you from the inside out and your personal responsibility for change, maturity, and refinement as a Christ follower. On the show, I'll help you connect the between your faith and your life in practical, meaningful ways while giving God room to do what only He can do and so that you can shine your light for Christ and be better equipped to serve your family and help others around you. You can change every area of your life one thought at a time. Welcome back to the Choose to Think Inspirational Podcast Brain Changer. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Choose to Think Inspirational Podcast. I'm delighted that you're here. I have a special guest on the show today. Her name is Lindsay Hermsmeyer. And let me tell you a little bit about her. You're going to love her. She's a young gal on fire for the Lord. She's a life coach, but let me read you her bio. She's a highly motivated and dedicated individual who possesses experience and knowledge as a wife, a coach and an entrepreneur. Her passion for helping others is evident in her unwavering commitment to personal and professional growth. Through a series of transformative experiences, Lindsay has developed a deep understanding of the importance of recognizing negative influences, establishing healthy boundaries, and determining one's own self-worth. This understanding has enabled her to make difficult decisions that have ultimately led her to becoming a better version of herself. She's grateful for the guidance and support provided by her mentors and other wise individuals who have encouraged her to embrace challenges and grow through difficult times. With her unique combination of experience and expertise, Lindsay is well-equipped to help you achieve your full potential and live with purpose. So we unpacked quite a few of those notions. We start the whole interview by talking about how do you develop your personal improvement plan or your personal development plan? What is all of that about? And why is that really important? How do we grow? You know, God wants us to grow in so many areas of our life. And I think that if I ask you, okay, what is the one area of your life where you say, yep, I need to grow a little bit. And that growth could be Yes, in the in the sense of development, but also improvement, where you want to get better, where you want to make changes. It may be your health. Maybe you want to start drinking more water. See, I've got my big thing here. You're going to see me guzzle it all the time on the show. You see it because I try to live that out. I try to have to keep my body healthy. And Lindsay goes into some of those areas of her life. You know, you've got your health, your emotional and spiritual mental health. You've got your faith. You've got your wealth or your purpose. And then, of course, you have relationships. We talk about all these on the show, so you you know that. But in what area of your life do you need to improve? Would you like to improve? Would you like to change? Even on the show, I mentioned to Lindsay my struggle, my ongoing struggle and angst that I have with pickleball. The refinement, the character refinement that's taking place in me is absolutely phenomenal. But it's painful. 
it hurts. And I'm seeing things in myself that I'm like, who is that lady? I don't know that lady. I'm talking about myself. So I know I have areas for growth. And what are those areas for you? Because I want you to start thinking about those. As a matter of fact, Lindsay has what's called a free guide to successfully plan your personal growth. And this is a download. It's a PDF that you can get. I'm going to put all of the links in the show notes so that you can get that guide, especially if you're thinking, yeah, I know it's later into the year now, but it's never too late to start doing what's right. Go ahead and set your goals now. You don't have to wait until January 1st of 2024 or the next year to start making your goals. You can start today. It's never too late to start doing what's right. So get a hold of her free guide so that you can start planning your personal growth. You can also reach her at lindsayscoaching.com. She spells her name L-I-N-Z-I-E-S and then coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G.com. She's on Instagram at Lindsay's Life Coaching and then Facebook, Lindsay's Life Coaching. So you can even just go to her website, Lindsay at lindsayscoaching.com. So do reach out to her and give her a little bit of support. She's going to show a little bit of her own history, some of the struggles that she's had on the show and how she has such a passion and a heart to give back to these women ages 15 to 25 who need a little bit of mentoring, a little bit of guidance, a whole lot of encouragement. So you're in for a delight on the show and we appreciate your being here and tuning in today to the show. So let's give Lindsay a a warm welcome. Here she is. Well, welcome, Lindsay. It's so great to have you on the Choose to Think podcast. Thanks. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so excited to be able to chat, number one, with another life coach, and number two, to kind of hone in on exactly what it is that you teach. And as the listeners know from your bio already, you are all into personal growth. And I want to kind of unfold that a little bit, to kind of develop it as we go. But what's the big deal anyway about personal growth? I've actually been inspired a lot by John Maxwell. Um, I'm a certified John Maxwell team member as well. He's all about leadership and having a growth plan. And so from that, that has really impacted my life and knowing when we actually have a plan for our growth, it it affects all area of our lives. When we're growing as individuals, improving our well-being, it impacts our relationships in a positive way. And we see ourselves differently too. And so that's kind of why I like to emphasize personal growth. So can you give us kind of an idea of what that really looks like? Like, let's say, okay, I'm raising my hand. I want to grow personally. What does that really look like? Or what areas are we focusing on? How do we do that? So that's kind of like with my clients, I like to first understand kind of what they're maybe what, where they're struggling the most, um, kind of their pain points and what, how they'd want to improve that. And sometimes it can be like, okay, well, here's some action steps for you to like do, which is great. And I also incorporate that, but when we can grow within that, that helps a lot too. And so that might look like, um, encouraging them to listen to a podcast like yours to where it's like, you're getting that positive, like what we what we take in also comes out. And so podcasts, um, getting into the word number one, um, and then having that positive community around us and surrounding ourselves with people who will 
give us that accountability to move forward um, in our personal growth and really develop as an individual. And it also, it just creates opportunities. And when we're growing as an individual, we're more prepared for those opportunities. When they arise, it's kind of exciting to look at it that way too, that it just, it prepares us for our future. Yeah, well, I... I love the area of personal growth. And of course, with the, we always kind of have to put that little, you know, side note, all for God's glory. I always want to add that because I don't want anyone ever to think, oh, this is all about me just so I can quote, be happy or, you know, have that joy. I mean, we all want happiness and we all want joy, but there's got to be something after that, which I try to emphasize that it's for God's glory, for you know, to help others, to serve others, to shine the light of Christ and that sort of thing. I know you would too. Let's say just hypothetically, there's an individual who struggles with like anger management Mm -hmm. and they recognize, gosh, I really, I don't want to be this way. That's my pain point, as you mentioned, for example. And, but what do I do about that? How do I develop some sort of growth plan for something that's kind of a character issue how do we deal with something like that when we catch a thought we can catch a feeling um there's a quote that i heard similar to that in college that really resonated with me our thoughts impact the way we act so much and how we see ourselves and and the way we see our identity um if it's not in christ if it's in worldly things then we are more likely to be angry at things. And so um, if we aren't leaning on him in that, and so kind of back to finding the root, a lot of times it can be a thought that comes into our mind, or we are okay with letting circumstances affect us. And then we have that outward reaction. I like to kind of get to the root of, okay, well, what are your thoughts looking like? Maybe there's some limiting beliefs in there, um, which is just an something that we think is an absolute truth and it can stop us from doing things or, you know, cause us to do things that we don't necessarily want to do, or we don't understand why we're doing them. That's why it's so good to pinpoint those thoughts and limiting beliefs, getting to the root of it and kind of processing through that, helping them recognize them and then reframing those thoughts, kind of learning, um, how to recognize them because sometimes we we think we're thinking them but we're not knowing that we are recognizing them and reframing them is is such a big thing craig rochelle a pastor um one of his quotes that i have really enjoyed throughout the years um, and encourage my clients with is our lives are moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts mm-hmm. um, so if some of those negative thoughts are coming in we can choose to let that um anger come out that way. Um, so that's kind of how I like to approach a situation like that. My friends always kid me, Victoria, you're in the choose to think business. Come on. You, you gotta be always choosing to think. And sometimes it is so hard to do. And my listeners, the audience already knows I share all the time about playing pickleball. And I've realized just over the last several years that I've been playing that it's bringing out the worst in me. (laughs) And I'm like, why 
thought, who is this person on the pickleball court? And whether with my husband playing against him or just in general, that that drive to to win, to get a W instead of to lose the game. I want to win. And sometimes I want to win more than I want to have fun. And that's a problem. (laughs) It's a problem because other people are looking at me and they know I'm in the choose to think business. And so I really struggle with that. And it's kind of a new thing. And, but that would definitely be on my partner with the Lord, get to the bottom of this, as you say, the root, because out of the, out of the mouth, the heart speaks. So it's always, it's, we think it's the words and even our thoughts, but it's coming from our heart. I always say that the thoughts are, yes, they're in our brain, they're compositions in our brain and electrical signals and all, but really they're housed in our heart. And that's such a biblical principle where God is going to meddle in our hearts. And and I want to, I'm good for that. I'm down for that, but it's kind of painful in the process. Can you share maybe Lindsay, what's on your personal growth plan? Where are you actually working? You're a a lovely young Christian lady. And I want to kind of backtrack in a second and get to maybe your story and how you came to know the Lord, a little bit about you, your background, but where are you as far as a personal growth plan? Yeah, great question. So I kind of have a list that I like to go through of like professional area that I would like to grow in. So for me, professionally, it looks like having a a life coach for myself. So I'm developing that way. And then I can be accountable to our church does. uh, It's called women sharpening women. For these past five weeks, I've had another girl in the church who we have met up once a week, just on our timeline. She would ask me really tough questions. And I'd ask her tough questions, you know, how is your marriage going? Just different things that you don't you don't get that in a surface level. And so that's definitely on my growth plan to have that deep um, relationship with other women who are also pushing me. So surrounding myself with that positive community and, and where she's also a Christian, you know, she's going to have God's perspective on things. Or she'd mention a verse that just like really encouraged me before a speaking event that was like, man, I really held to that. So we need those people in our life for sure. And then also just like, like we've talked about what we take in also comes out. And so in the mornings, not perfect at it. Um, It might be later in the day, but just reading and getting God's word in me that can really just affect my whole day in a positive way if I'm taking it in. And so those are just some examples where, you know, it's professional, personal faith. Then I like to also marriage and exercise, like having that specific time where I work out and make sure that I'm taking care of my body so that I can be better for others and and serve others better for the Lord. And then, yeah, marriage, um, just keeping those couples around us, having somebody in place for if we have questions in our marriage where it's like, hey, we're struggling with this. How can you help us with that? We want to be a light for others as a unit. Those are just some ways that I like to plan for my growth and kind of have it listed out. I'm not perfect at it. I'm still growing with it. Just developing it as I go too. That's the nice part about personal growth and having a plan is that it it can be changed throughout life. It's not set in stone for the next 20 years. And I like to encourage people on that. You can literally have a plan for five days. I love the aspect of mentoring or women sharpening women. That is critically important nowadays. (laughs) 
According to UCLA's Mindfulness Awareness Research Center, regularly expressing gratitude, the quality of being thankful and readiness to show appreciation, literally changes the molecular structure of your brain. It keeps the gray matter functioning and makes you healthier and happier. In their study from 2008, researchers measured brain activity of participants experiencing different emotions and found that gratitude causes synchronized activation in multiple brain regions and lights up parts of the brain's reward pathways and the hypothalamus. In short, gratitude can boost the neurotransmitter serotonin and activate the brain stem to produce dopamine. And dopamine is your brain's pleasure chemical. The more you think positive, grateful thoughts, the healthier and happier you feel. Thanks to the flexibility or plasticity of the brain, positive thinking can become a way of life. When your brain is flushed with positive thoughts, you can expect to improve every area of your life, including your relationships, your health, performance at school, at work, and reaching your dreams and goals. This brain changer is why I created the 37-page Ultimate Gratitude Guide for you. It's absolutely free, and it's waiting for you. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to download your own copy as a gift from me to you for tuning in to the Choose to Think Inspirational Podcast. And let me tell you, we just don't think positive. We think praise. Praise to our creator. So get your hands on a copy of this guide. I started a, a mentoring program called Elevate. And it has been so rewarding to be able to serve as a mentor. I have a mentor and have had one for over two decades. And her, our relationship, it has been pivotal and critical in my growth and my personal growth, my faith journey. And it's, it has been absolutely invaluable. So I really wanted to start giving back in that way. And it's been, it's just so rewarding, isn't it? When you see people actually allowing themselves to be vulnerable, to open up, to say, yes, I want to grow. I want to change. I know that God is my healer. He's going to take me through this process, but I'm partnering with him in that. And I'm, I'm surrounding myself with other folks who are like-minded and willing to, to grow, to persevere, to, you know, to suffer, to, to go through the whole thing and trust God every step of the way, and then come out hopefully with refined character on the other side. So that is just so important. Can you think Lindsay of any, any person or any client maybe that you've had without sharing too many details who have someone maybe who's had a marked change in their life or a victory, something really positive that's occurred? The first thing that comes to mind is part of the limiting beliefs. Um, so I had a client that um, just the way she was viewing herself was affecting her, the world around her. She wasn't like seeing herself how God sees her. And it, it can be so easy for us to forget that. I talked to some college girls the other day and just really encouraging them. It's Romans 5, 5, where it just talks about how we are perfectly loved. And we can love others with a God kind of love. And to help remind that client that, hey, I remember asking her, what are wins of the week, you know? And and that was a lot of them, just like, I, I was recognizing when this thought came into my mind and I was able to replace it. Um, or I have had an, another client where she put it on her wall or on her mirror and she would say it out loud, just kind of those affirmations or what God says of her. And that was really impactful for her as well. Thank you for sharing that. I think we've 
kind of touched on some of these things just to maybe go a little bit deeper, but you also write in your bio that I've read that that you can help others achieve their full potential and live with purpose. Can you unpack that notion just a little bit? Yeah. So it kind of does come back to that limiting beliefs where I like to get to the root of it. Uh, But then a lot of our thought lives um, impact our self-worth or our self-esteem. And sometimes when we, when we don't have, or when we do have like low self-esteem or low self-worth and don't see ourselves how, how God sees us, then we, we don't feel capable of accomplishing things. Um, And so that can really hold us back. Those limiting beliefs can stop us from accomplishing the things that we, we are capable of, um, or that we're called to. Um, And like I talked about earlier, those opportunities that arise, and kind of comes back with the growth plan, you know, like, when you have a plan, it helps to live out the purpose that God has for us, which is to share the gospel, further the kingdom, and have that kingdom mindset. And so I think that is kind of one of the bigger things that I think of like when reaching full potential. Again, that's just kind of getting to the root of it. And then it just continues with surrounding ourselves with positive community, recognizing maybe some negative influences that people can um, impact us in a negative way. And therefore we can't live our full potential. Um, Doesn't mean we're throwing them to the curb. It just means that we have to be aware and know that maybe they don't get as much access to our lives and just surrounding ourselves with those people that will propel us to move forward. Lindsay, you are such a mature and articulate young lady. And I wonder, can you give a little sneak peek into your your history, your background, and just kind of pull us up to speed? Tell us a little something about yourself, maybe your parents even. I grew up in a Christian home, very like great atmosphere. I was Christian since I, I mean, I asked the Lord into my heart when I was seven, but it wasn't until I was a sophomore in college where I fully gave my life and my heart to the Lord. And it's a continual thing because um, I want to take control sometimes, but but continually giving my life and my heart to the Lord. But that was truly um, sophomore year. I had just gone through some things getting into college that really grew me. I also asked somebody to be my mentor. And that was, I also encouraged that. Um, And that was extremely impactful. Um, She gave me a book that really encouraged me with my thought life. One of my college friends would randomly just be like, hey, what's real today? And that would just really encourage us to think, okay, what is really what is real? Um, Are we thinking on the negative? Are we just honing in on all the things that are going wrong? And what are we thinking about? Those were just some pivotal years for me. So since then, learning through the process, getting married, I've just really enjoyed life coaching because for me, it was so impactful to determine those limiting beliefs and put my identity in Christ. That's so much what I want for other young women and just because I know how how yucky it can be right. um, to live without the Lord, too. That is really where my heart is. Women who are 15 to 25, just those years are hard with transitions in life, knowing what to do after college, relationships. It can all just be really tough. That's why, I mean, I love being a life coach because I can, I've been through it. And I'm still learning, but like getting to help young women through that is, has just been such a great, great thing. Can you, you've mentioned limiting beliefs. Can you perhaps 
talk about one or two of those, maybe some more common ones that you've seen? What are mm-hmm. the, the are the biggies that you consider the biggies? What are they and how do we work through those? Right. So some that I've experienced with my clients is can be like, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't even know why, you know, like what I have to say doesn't matter. So why would I say anything? To reframe that would be what I have to say matters and my feelings are valid. Just kind of going through those. um, And I know for entrepreneurs, it can be a big, big thing of what will other people think, you know, and people pleasing can kind of come into that too. You know, what will people think about when I do this? What will they think of me? Um, is a huge limiting belief. It's so realistic that a lot of people have that thought. But again, it's just kind of going back to, but what does God actually think about me? And is this honoring him um, in these actions? In 2 Corinthians, um, something about how, you know, we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ and that we don't wage war the way the world does. It's just incredible that we have um, through Christ, the power um, to to change those thoughts and to take them every every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. Limiting beliefs is it's not a fun way to live, and um, but it, it's so common. I think there's got to be a place for real truth with the Lord in the mm-hmm. sense of you know, let's say I have this limiting belief that what I say doesn't matter or nobody cares what I what I say or what I say isn't valuable just simply saying starting to say instead what i say is valuable sometimes that's even not enough because i still don't believe it so how do you take that individual from at least recognizing they're thinking that thought what i have to say is worthless Mm -hmm. to okay i recognize i had that thought now i'm going to replace it with what i have to say is valuable but yet inside, I don't believe it. How do you bridge the the disbelief there? And mm-hmm. if that's occurring, in other words, it's not just enough to say it. There's when you don't believe it. So right. how do you help someone believe those things? For me, it's been repetition. So sometimes if I don't believe it, I look my, my, you know, look at myself in the mirror or just, you know, like, Um, but that's so true. It is it when we don't really believe it, we almost just asking the Lord to be like, Hey, can you help me through this and like mold me through this? Because through our pain is a lot of times when we grow the most, most times actually is when, when we grow the most. And then I like to tack on something else to that reframe or that affirmation of like, okay, what else can we put on on top of here to gather evidence of why it is true? You're right. It can just take time sometimes to um, have that. And I know that having the, and I keep saying this, but positive influences, people who are speaking life into us. Um, I know that for me, um, when I've had somebody say, man, you are really great at this. Like, I think that you, um, you're very gifted in this. The Lord has given you this and not a way of like, oh, wow, look at like, I, I can do this, you know, but in a way of like, wow, I am equipped. I, you know, this person who I value, I trust and, and they're speaking life into me and just saying like, wow, they think that of me. That can also help us start to believe what is real, true or positive. Great question. I went through a time in college where that was part of my 
um, that was fueling those negative beliefs uh, about myself or limiting beliefs and constantly looking and comparing. For me, I had to step away from social media for a while. And um, it doesn't mean, oh, social media is awful because absolutely not. It is a great thing in the right context. So I encourage women, young women of that age to really watch as they're scrolling to not be, um, because sometimes we're scrolling to not think about anything or because we're avoiding a specific feeling and we're trying to numb out. I like to, you know, feel out if that's how the client is the route they're going at the moment and encourage them. Okay. So try to recognize when you're just wanting to avoid something else and, and then maybe starting to compare and then it's so easy for those thoughts to just continue and continue. Um, yeah, it, it impacts us in a very negative way, can be. Um, so I just like to be very aware of what we're taking in and, and who we're following. And um, yeah, what we take in also comes out somehow. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, oh my goodness. And, you know, I'm going to ask you the question now that we're wrapping up, how can folks re- reach you? And I know it's going to be social media. So in part, so mm-hmm. that is one of the ways that we can use social media to try to dispel those notions and to be salt and light in that kind of a quote marketplace even, and maybe be the voice of, of the Lord in a way uh, promoting what God has to say about us and our scenario and himself in, in a way that could actually bring life to someone else. So it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show, but tell everyone how they can reach you. And I think you have a special resource available. I do. Yeah. So um, you can reach me at Lindsay's Life Coaching on Instagram, Facebook, or Pinterest. And then um, on my website at lindsayscoaching.com. And then, yeah, I offer a free resource. Um, It's the ultimate guide to successfully plan for your personal growth. And so it just gives you action steps. There's also um, a daily tracker to help you stay on track creating your why too of why you're even wanting to pursue personal growth in your own life. Um, And so it kind of lays all of that out for you, gives instructions and action steps to um, help follow through with that. That link is on my Instagram. Just click the link and you'll be able to find that there. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so generous. And we really appreciate you being on the show and just sharing a little bit. I marvel at how a young gal is on fire to serve and to help others and you're shining your light for Christ. And it's just, you know, oddly enough, a lot of the listeners to the show are in that, uh, the, the 2030 something group. And that always struck me as so as a little unusual, but I think there's, they're hungry to hear something that is truth filled, something that is positive, something that encourages and inspires them. So I know that there will be listeners who, who say, wow, you know, I, Lindsay's onto something and I want to be a part of that. So thank you so much for coming onto the show today. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for all that you do with your podcast. It's I've enjoyed listening to it. Oh, you're quite welcome. My pleasure. It's a lot of fun. I, I'm having a lot of fun. 
And that's a wrap, Brain Changer. And listen, if you like what you hear, would you leave us a one to two sentence review at Apple Podcasts, share the link with a friend, or tag me on your share on social media? It would mean the world to me and would help us to keep shining the light of Christ and sharing the good news to others who are in need of encouragement. Please visit us on our website at choosetothink.co. That's with the number two, choosetothink.co, to get on our monthly newsletter list. And if you need a guest speaker for your next women's retreat or church event, I'm your gal. Email me at choose to think at gmail.com. And that's with the number two, choose to think at gmail.com. Finally, I offer limited free mentoring sessions each month where you and I can chat to help you develop a strategy for your thoughts in any area of your life. I'm a certified life coach and I have something to share. Visit choose to think.co and click on mentoring for more details. Also, keep in mind that the messages on this show are for informational and educational purposes only. Please consult your medical doctor for all medical issues. Thank you again for tuning in. God bless you. Thank you.